The Los Angeles Museum of Natural History has seen a treasure trove of wonders and curiosities dating back millions of years, but it's never seen anything quite like the horrific attack Zeta Makara inflicted on it earlier today. Now, in the aftermath, maintenance men Bud and Lou clear the remains thinking the worst is past. But what these custodians don't know is, the worst is yet to come. Look at this place, Lou. What a mess. Hmm. Who knew that Macara lady was feral? Feral? More like a monster, Lou. Well, I don't know if I'd call her that. Did you see Henry before they took him out? Yeah, looked like a corpse they just dug up. Hmm. Like he'd been dead for a while. I'm never gonna forget the way he looked. Not as long as I live. I hope they lock her up and throw away the key. Zeta Macara, what a knockout. I can't believe she'd do something like that. It's always the prettiest dames that are the most deadly. <laughs> You're telling me. I tried to chat her up, but she wouldn't give me the time of day. Count your lucky stars. She's with this traveling Egypt show, ain't she? Her and that mummy right there. You know, this thing sort of looks like Henry. What was left of him, anyway? That thing gives me the willies. What I can't figure is, why was he up here in this exhibit in the first place? His normal guard post was at the front desk. You boys getting this place cleaned up? We're working on it. We'll need to see a little hustle if we're going to get this exhibit reopened by tomorrow. Give us a break, Emily. It's Miss Butterback. Hey, you've seen Henry today, didn't you? I'm sure a lot of people saw him today. Did he tell you why he came up here at all? He would never leave his post. You boys ought to work for the LAPD instead of the museum. He was just wondering. The last time I saw him, he said he was on his way to the bathroom. But that don't make no sense. There's a bathroom by the front desk. Why should he come all the way up here? How long is this going to take, fellas? Well, we're working as fast as we can. It's hard to work with that creepy mummy watching us. Watching? feels like he's watching. Well, you never know, boys. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll pick up the pace. It'll be ready soon, Miss Butterback. Yes. Yes, it will be ready soon. Won't it? You are listening to Dash, The Case of the Mysterious Zeta Makara, Chapter 8, The Cell.
They say the truth will set you free. But when the truth is too fantastic to believe, the burden of proof is on you. The more you try to prove it, the crazier you look. Until you realize what was supposed to set you free has only locked you in. They think I'm delusional, but I know what I saw. They think I'm nuts, but I know what happened. They think I've lost it, but I can't blame them. Because none of what's happened in the last 24 hours makes a lick of sense. None of it. I'm telling you, I got his statement and it lines up. Officer Sal McGill, my insight on the police force and a friend. He's on the horn with the boys downtown. With all due respect, sir, he was the one who was attacked. They'd like to see me fry more than anything. Sal's doing backflips to keep me out of hot water. You're lucky we still got ice. My wisecracking secretary, Cindy Crenshaw. I made you a drink. I call it the Cindy Special. It's whatever the heck is in the bottom of my desk drawer over ice. Here you go. She hands me the drink and I take a swig. Whatever's in a Cindy Special sure has been at the bottom of her desk for a while. Ugh. You make it next time. I put the glass on my desk and sit. After the museum, we've been holed up in my office. Sal convinced the officers on the scene it'd be better to take my statement here than at the station, especially after what happened last night. I've given Sal my statement. Cindy's been my witness. The two people I can tell anything to. The two people who have always had my back. The only two people in my corner. But this... They look at me like they don't believe me. Like they don't even know who I am. Like I didn't hear his voice today. Dash, you have emerged in me. So I have... I hold Zeta Makara's earring. It's a shape called the Ouroboros. I let it dangle from my fingers. I concentrate on it, thinking it'll give me clarity. Thinking it'll give me focus thinking it'll make sense of everything that's happened in the past 24 hours. How are you feeling? A question I don't like to think about much. A subject I don't like to discuss. I'm bruised. I'm broken. I feel sore. I feel like hell. And they know it, so why ask? I've been too emotional today. I've let that get in the way of everything I need to do. Is there anything else I can help with? If I'm going to survive, I need to put up a wall. If they aren't going to believe me, I need to believe in myself. If all I've got is my truth, then all I've got is me. You see this? Miss Makari's earring. What is it doing? The shape, I mean. Well, it's a snake eating its own tail? Exactly. I was thinking. Yeah? What I wouldn't pay to be able to do this to myself. Oh, you're terrible! I'm just saying... Oh, you were just the worst! I was just wondering. Oh, you know, Andy tells me the things you say aren't easy to say around a lady. Well, tell your boyfriend when a lady starts working for me, I'll talk decent. Oh, yeah? Let me see that drink I made. I forgot to spit in it. I thought you did. Okay, cut the yucks. You need to hear this. What's the deal? Miss Makara's still out for the count but they've interviewed the family you ran into. And they corroborated my story, right? They did more than that. 
The little girl, they said her name was Jessica. She's swearing she heard. What? This is where it gets weird. Now, she's just a kid, and she's pretty shaken up from what they told me. She's been through it today. I, I mean, heck, you've been through it today, but she's just a kid. Get to the point, pal. She said... She heard voices in her head. In her head? Poor thing. These voices. They told her you were a detective. She knew that. For a fact. And something tells me it wasn't because she reads the papers. And she said... Jesus, buddy. It, it's freaky. What did she say? She said they told her the detective... The detective is doomed. Doomed. Hmm, well, that should be about it. Tell boss lady we're through. Hey there, Miss Butterback. We're finished. Uh, Miss Butterback? She was just here. You know, I got a funny feeling about that, Broad. I got a funny feeling about this. What's got into you? You look as pale as a ghost. It's not there. The mummy, it's not there. Look. That's impossible. It was just there a few moments ago. Can't have gotten up on its own. What if it did? It went for a little walk, huh? What if it did? Now you're acting nuts. I don't like it. Let's get out of here. What's that? I don't know. It's like a voice in my head. But you hear it too? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You know, you're right. It's quitting time for sure. Let's go. Jeez Louise. Holy hell. How is that thing... How is that thing... That mummy... Standing in the doorway? I don't know, but let's go down the back stairs. We need to get out of here. Ah! It's... It's in my head! I, I can't move. I can't move. I can't either. What the hell is happening? It's walking. It's walking right towards us. I can't move my feet. I can't move my feet. Oh, God! Buddy. Say something, huh? Today, in Artie's office, there was a painting, real old, full of Egyptian symbols, but in, in the middle of the painting, there was a woman. She was framed by a symbol that was an Ouroboros, and she looked just like Miss Makara. Just like her? I swear to you. I saw it too, when I was helping Fernez clean out the place. Hey, Sal, did you ever find out why he was cleaning out Artie's office? No. He kicked me out right after you went out the window. But whoever told him to do it, the orders came from high up on the chain.
private investigator Dashell Malone's office, we put the eye in private eye. Cindy. How can I help you? Oh, okay. One sec. Uh, Sal, it's for you. Hello? Yeah. Oh. What? Really? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, I'll bring him down. No, Sal. I'm not going back there. Cool it a minute. If they want to bring charges, you tell them you got to arrest me first. Listen, will you? Miss McCarr has come too. They're trying to get her to talk, but all she'll say is two words. Just repeating them over and over. And those two words are... Dashiell Malone. I follow Sal to Central, between Broadway and Hill on 1st. Second time I'm at the station in as many nights. It would almost feel like a homecoming if everyone didn't hate my guts. Sal takes me in the back way to avoid any awkward run-ins with old colleagues, but mostly to avoid... Well, well, well. Bruno Fernez. If I had to choose between talking to him or losing a toe, it would be a difficult choice. Look who it is. Earlier today, I fell off a fire escape just to avoid him. Heard you got a dame asking for you. Well, maybe there's hope for you yet. Don't get green, Fernez. I've moved on. Maybe you should, too. Detective, the captain approved this himself. I don't care who approved it. If you think I'm going to let this fairy just walk in there... I'm no Walter. I'm more of a jitterbug man. But if you want to hop again like we did last night... I've got room on my dance card. You know, I wouldn't mind grabbing a dance or two myself. You two think you can- Oh, I know we can. Step aside. I'm... I'm watching you, Malone. You hear? I'm watching you. Well, keep watching. My backside is my best view. <sighs> Dr. Termeridian, come in. Do you copy? Agent Scorpion, what is your report? The plan has completely accelerated. You must be ready. I told you I need time. There is no more time. Has there been a change? The transference. It's begun. The detective was the last soul it was going to take. But it did not happen? There was an interruption. But if the transference started, where is the vessel? The vessel? Zeta Makara is in a holding cell downtown. We need her back. She is the key. Oh, not to worry. We're going to get her back. In fact, he's on his way there right now. Does that mean... Yes, Doctor. We have movement. Malone. 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 
You got him. Alone. I ain't going anywhere. It's all right, pal. You sure? I'll holler if I need you. Okay, if you say so. Lady, don't try anything funny. They say the truth will set you free. But when the truth is too fantastic to believe, the burden of proof is on you. The more you try to prove it, the crazier you look. Until you realize what was supposed to set you free has only locked you in. Thank you for coming, Mr. Malone. Our time is short, and there is much you must understand. Oh, you got some explaining to do. I will do what I can to make you understand your situation. My situation? Lady, if I were you, I'd get used to that view, because that's all you're going to be seeing for a very long time. Time. It is fleeting faster than you think. Why don't you start by telling me how the hell you almost burned my neck off with your bare hand? Your wounds are barely visible any longer. They will have vanished before we are finished speaking. Are you kidding? Look at these right here and you tell me. Hey, where'd they go? What the hell? Much you must understand. Much. As I told you in your office, there is a man who is haunting me. You're kind of spooking me right now, if that's any consolation. Every second I fight him. Okay, why don't you start by telling me who this guy actually is? He is on his way. Great. It'll be a party then. It will be terrible. You're locked up, and the place is full of cops. I don't see what you're worried about. That will mean nothing to him. You want to start giving me specifics here? What I am about to tell you, you will find hard to trust. I don't find anything you say easy to trust. But Mr. Malone, there are many lives at stake. I beg you to take me seriously. Why should I do that? Because the last time you failed to act is the reason the one you love is dead. You're listening to Dash, starring Peter Zielinski, Sarah Luciano, Jay Mazzola, Shana Massad, Thomas Robert Irvin, Kathy Mostek, Christopher Tolomeo, Joel Gerlock, and Lee Jacobs. Written and directed by Dave Ebersol. Sound designed by Mick Loro. Music by Christopher Tolomeo and Mick Loro. Produced by Ed Hill and Mick Loro. Executive Producers Ed Hill and Andrew Greenwood. Dash created by Dave Ebersole and Delia Gable. Until next time, I'm Jim Diamond. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast Dash on Instagram at dash.noir, or send us an electronic letter at dashthepodcast at gmail.com. Dig deeper into Dash by getting the graphic novel from Northwest Press, 
Available on Comixology, Amazon, NorthwestPress.com, or your local comic book shop.